Yeah, we back with a new episode. Was the Broad Street? You know that we best to show. Sammy Conway every single week. Blowing up the net, it's a goddamn treat. Hey, Philly Sports Talk by the fans, for the fans. Our producer, Shame G, is the GOAT, man. Talking everything that go on here in Philly. Got the intro from my homie, Meek Millay. Burning up the mic, yeah, we don't cap. Now hear the wolves, listen up, it's a rap. Philly! <laughs> Hello everybody, hello Philadelphia, welcome back once again to another edition of the Wolves of Broad Street Podcast. As always, my name is Ryan Conway and joining me here is my illustrious co-host Sam Glavin. And of course we have our producer behind the glass, Seamus G, chopping up those highlight videos you all know and love. Sam, I don't even know how, the only reason I came in high energy was because, you know, we had a little giggle fest there. But it's really not a happy time in Philadelphia. It's really not a time for laughter or smiles at all, really. Just a no. lot of, of pain to go around in the city of Philadelphia, obviously, with the Sixers losing a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference second round at home, no less. With legends in the building, sold-out fans, you know, the city behind them, and they just totally went out and played like a CYO ball team. I mean, Joel was, you know, his typical self. I mean, he wasn't extra yeah, dominant, but he was just, you know, he, he did everything he could. Seth Curry, again, I mean, he wasn't particularly good. At guarding Kevin Herter, but you know, again, you know, these guys are you know giving it their all. Not cannot be said for the rest of the team. Obviously, now as we face this off season, dude, I'm just like, like, there's just a lot going through my head, and this isn't like an off season where you can just kind of reload and move forward, is it? After this series, I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to move forward. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more meant from like a team building perspective uh, but okay. also yeah just emotionally i don't see myself moving on past this for quite some no. time because it was i am in pain and i know the comments right now luke is saying we should be watching the sixers right now pain i mean yeah definitely i mean we should definitely be watching the sixers right now because the atlanta hawks stink and they're gonna get blown out by the bucks and i just don't it's so incredibly frustrating that and you know i said this in my article today i was like why do we have some of the most polarizing players in Philadelphia? Like, why why do we have that? What what did we do as fans to deserve such polarizing athletes in our city? Oh well, you know, of course, Sam. We threw snowballs at Santa Claus during the Vietnam War. I so. said that in my article. I was like, <laughs> it can't be because we threw Santa, snowballs at Santa Santa Claus, like the national media narrates every single day dude, of the week. <laughs> dude, it's like I don't know what we've done. You're 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 so right to ask that question because we really got you know. There's Markel Fultz with like the broken, all of a sudden broken jump shot. Arguably, yeah. in terms of jump shots, worse than Ben Simmons. Yeah, dude, I love how we're not even talking about the game just because there's no reason to. But no just <laughs> we have Markel Fultz with a broken foul shot, broken jumper. You know, shot forty percent from three in college and then couldn't even muster an attempt. Then you have Carson Wentz. You know, and his whole saga last year has now been moved, and now we have Ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons is here. You know, I I've on this podcast a million times. You and I have gotten into arguments about Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that you're right. Because this was not the Ben Simmons that I'm st- that we're seeing now that we saw in this postseason. That was not the Ben Simmons that I was defending. This is a different Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons oh, is okay. even more broken now than he ever could have been. And I, I think this postseason performance has completely, you know, horrendous play throughout a seven-game series against an obviously lesser opponent has got to have this dude not feeling great. And either I'm hoping 
that he'll, you know, put on his big boy pants and, you know, go to the gym and work on his fall. You just don't think so. I know you no. saw him, you said so in your article today, but you know, for the people here, not going to happen. He's, um, he just, uh, like I, I've said, and I've said it before, he doesn't have it between the ears. He doesn't have the, uh, the grit or the, uh, the wherewithal to recognize what his shortfall, like what his shortcomings are in his, in his game, even though everybody knows it everybody in the nba knows that every all the fans know it that he can't shoot the basketball and he doesn't produce in enough on the offensive side of the basketball so Mm -hmm. and he hasn't done it by now and if he hasn't done it by now he's not going to do it so that's that's my whole thing he's been in the league what five six years now and uh he hasn't done it yet so Mm -hmm. i've given up i've given up on him and i know i said that last year but then you know he had like a decent year this year and i was like actually happy with him in the uh wizards and the Wizard series and some of the Atlanta series, but then he just went right back to his old self. So mm-hmm. I'm done. I am officially done with Ben Simmons, even though it seems like I have been for a while now. I'm officially done. Get him off my team. Get him out. Yeah. He be no, I mean his complete and utter failure to there. Here's the thing. There's the argument can be made that he just doesn't score enough, but that's an argument that I've you know beat my head against the wall screaming about for years. <laughs> but it's not. Not, it's not not scoring enough. It's not having the stones to go up and dunk a basketball. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's there are. T- it's it's not that he's not scoring a ton of points. It's that the, he has opportunities where it would just be so much easier for yeah. everybody involved if he just went to the basket. Like, do you yeah. know how many times Atlanta was not back in their half court defense before Ben Simmons was across the half court line? You know, mm-hmm. and he could yes. have easily just went downhill. Euro stepped around, you know, whatever bum they've got underneath the basket, because that's that's what this team is made up of. I mean, they cooked us because we're, uh, you know, mental simpletons, apparently. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was just brutal. And so just not seizing those offensive opportunities is is now just something that I thought maybe he'd get over as he got older. But it's the exact opposite. He's shying away from the biggest moments. He could literally. He's 6'10", could dunk over a 6'1", Trey Young, and just didn't do it. That, that, to me, is just one of the greatest offenses a player can commit. It's just – yeah, it's just – because it's not even like – it's not even like football where if you lay out, you might get your head taken off and you might have your career ended. Like, mm-hmm. this – this it's not a routine play, but dunks happen a lot without, you know, people get – and what – it's not like he's going to miss anyway. So whatever he gets the, you know, the two points and then bricks the foul shot, whatever. That's still two points. Yeah. You don't just throw it. He literally passed the buck to a second year player who was not expecting that at all. When, when Matisse, Ben Simmons, even though here, what's funny is they're both the same age, Matisse and Ben Simmons. But I, but we all, everyone's like, Oh, Matisse. So cute. Whatever. And yeah, whatever. Sure. Whatever. But whatever you're into, that's fine. But, but regardless, when Matisse looks at Ben, he should see a leader. He should see, you know, someone who is the guy. So when he sees Ben going to the rack, you know, down four with a few minutes left, Matisse in no way is expecting that basketball to come to him. In he shouldn't no be. way. He shouldn't no, be expecting No, of course it. not. And oh, by the way, it took us a uh it took us nine minutes to uh get to the uh the dunk conversation of uh, him passing the ball. I who so whoever had the uh the under 10 minutes for, for that for the for the betting lines. Congratulations. Good pick. Um, so I just can't. When he did that, I actually jumped out of my chair and screamed at my TV. What the fuck are you doing? 
I this is and you can ask my mom about this because she yelled at me after. (laughs) (laughs) I just could not believe my eyes that it was he actually made like an awesome offensive move. You know, whoever was guarding, I think it was Gallinari who was guarding him under the under the basket. He made an awesome move in the post and passed it into what turned into double coverage on Matisse (laughs) Thibault. Like, what in the world? And the pictures that are like showing up on my timeline, like on Twitter and stuff, the videos and stuff, like. I just could not believe that that happened because not not only did we only get one point out of that, but we missed the momentum shifter. You know, that was my that was my big thing is a dunk mm. in that in that scenario from Ben Simmons, like a powerful just like slam slam a jamma, you know, over their best player over there, over one of their best players. Like it, it, it totally shifts the momentum of the basketball game, you know, like a dunk you dunk to get everybody hype and, you know, get some momentum going, right? It's not just mm-hmm. like, cause it looks cool. I mean, it does look cool, but like, it's, it's important. Dunks are important. This is what I'm saying. So no, yeah, totally. And it's just like, <clears throat> it's crazy to think everyone loves going to the free throw line. People love free throws. If you want to score points, it's a great way to go get them. Cause you know, you sacrifice your body a little bit short, but you know, it's the modern NBA. You're not going to get killed. Mm-hmm. And then you get, uh, you know, maybe one or two free points. Occasionally you get nothing. But more often than not, you walk up to the free throw line. You're like, I'm getting some points here. So yeah. people love doing People love getting fouled and going to the free throw line. Ben Simmons is, is just like, no, I actually don't want to do that. And in doing so, just completely neutralizes himself offensively, regardless yeah. of what Doc Rivers, who we will talk about because he is not free of blame. True. But Doc Rivers, it's tough to game plan for a guy just standing around doing jack shit. I mean, other than bench him. And he, still, he, can't. And he still praises him, too, which is the most annoying part for Dude, me. this was so, yeah. so, such a weird end of the year. Just so mm-hmm. freaky Friday odd. Yeah, I agree. Well, like, and when you're talking about guys going to the free throw line, right? We have so we have we have two different kinds of players on the court at the same time, right? You have Ben Simmons who's scared of going to the free throw line, and then you have Trey Young who's tripping over himself to get to the free throw line. You know that freaking rat of a basketball player, the ugliest dude I've ever seen in my life, is like falling over beside himself just so he can get to the free throw line because he's three for forty from the field goal from the field. I, I would honestly even rather Ben Simmons like try and do that, you know, like and I would be so good much rather that. Yeah. I would so much rather that. Here's the thing: even if it was hitting him at fifty percent, at least he's getting to the line a shit ton, right? Like, like at he had the worst field free throw percentage in the history of the postseason. Worse in than a league Shaquille where O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal played. Yes, in a league where Shaquille O'Neal was a star, he had a worse free throw percentage than him. And I know that this is like a tired, like, okay, yeah, it's Wednesday now. But, you know, we didn't have time to record. No. So I also didn't want to because we didn't want to get mad. We didn't want to record too mad, coming too hot, say some things we can't take back. But now yeah. we've come in on a Wednesday. Just sad. Just sad. objectively. It's sad boy hours right sad now. Panda. Like, yeah. I am a sad panda. <laughs> I'm, a sad I'm, a, panda. <laughs> I'm an objectively sad panda right now. Yeah. And, dude, it's just brutal because – they, I mean, the team let like the whole city down. Like you realize that, right? Like, oh yeah. With, with um, you know, the Kawhi shot, our guys oh. left it all out on the court. Yeah, one hundred percent, every single one of them. Even even if they didn't play great, but then you know you come in and then you watch this. I sp- I watched seven. I watched this game or watched this team play seven games against the fucking Atlanta Hawks. 
one of the yeah. least fun basketball teams to watch. Mm-hmm. And I like, I hated every minute of it. I hated every minute. I couldn't stand it. I, it was the whole time. I was like, why are we even, why are we close with this team right now? Because they stink. The Hawks stink. And that's a direct quote from our, our boss, Drew Smith, the co-founder of the Liberty line. The Hawks stink. They stink. Mm-hmm. They're going to get waxed by the box. Right. I mean, am, I, am I wrong in that? Yeah. I sure I mean, hope uh, they Dude, do. who knows, man? Who knows? Like, I don't like, I don't Whatever. even care. I don't even think I'll watch the Eastern Conference finals. Shut up. Yes, you will. <laughs> I probably will, but I don't want yeah. to. I don't really want to, though. I'll tell you, I'm definitely not watching. Good. Dude, I was watching <laughs> fucking college baseball this week. Oh, yeah, you were. That's that's what I dude, like. I hear. literally, I don't even, like, I don't know what's happened to me. I just don't even watch TV anymore. Like, I just, sports, and then when the sports are over, I, like, go to bed. Yeah. That's <laughs> <what I do. laughs> I'm not watching like a like a street like you know Michael was over you know one of our buddies uh Mm -hmm. and he was just like I was just like so what do you want to watch like disc golf is on and he's just like (laughs) how about like a show with like a plot and I was like I know I can't do that for you I apologize he was like there's something seriously fucking wrong with you man (laughs) yeah we we have problems I mean there's no more sport now think about this Ryan all there is to watch right now in terms of a Philly sports thing. Don't do it. Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. That's, that's all we have right now is to watch the Phillies blow three leads in one game. The Phillies blew three leads in one game today, Ryan. Three. <laughs> they had three leads. Yeah, one of them we, by five runs. <laughs> that's uh, Oh, remember when I was like texting you about Archie Bradley? Yes. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck dude comes in like oh dude i'm like the most philly guy ever and fucking blows like i don't care if you're a philly type of guy if you suck (laughs) (laughs) it's like dwight howard i I think he's like dwight howard dude dwight howard sucked yeah he's bad he tried but he sucked yeah he did try really hard and i like i couldn't really be mad at him like he's coming towards the end of his career you know like he's literally 35 He's a backup like, center, like making the vet minimum, but he's still like he still got the energy. Like he loves playing in Philly, apparently. Loves getting his free frosties. I mean, he loves it. So I can't be mad at him too much because he like he left it all out there, I thought, even though he sucked. Um, but yeah, talk about uh talk about guys who sucked. Let's um we can talk about Doc Rivers now if you want dude, to. Doc Rivers, what a what a jackass. What a just his po- not we're not even at the not, we're not even going to talk about him in the game yet. I just want to talk about his post game presser where he Oof. said that this wasn't a failure or a negative year. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You lost to a team with no all stars. I'm pretty sure it's only the third time a team with zero all stars has made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Third time in his I didn't even know that. That's you take crazy. a look at his track record where he's got like the worst record. He has the most losses in series clinching games than any coach. And I don't get it. I mean, like, and I, 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 I was hoodwinked. I, what made me think? I mean, he got one ring in 2009 and wasn't able to put it together. Like, I, it still wasn't with either Clipper team that he had. And now yeah. I expect him to come into Philly. Dude, it, our third most played lineup, I'm pretty sure, was didn't even have Maxi, and it was George Hill, probably oh, Shake Milton. George Hill, Shake Milton. Uh, Matisse Thibel, Dwight Howard, Tobias Harris. That was like our third most played lineup. 
That's a problem. You can't win man. a playoff game like that. What are you no. doing? This isn't load management. You're in like, you know, right before the all-star break and you're trying to give guys a little bit of extra rest against a lesser opponent. I got, I understood resting guys against the Hawks in like January, but it was, it, it's fucking June, man. It's, it's June. It's playoff it's, time. <laughs> it's the, it's the second round of the NBA playoffs. Three fucking elimination games, man. Like bad, bad news bears. Just not good yeah. at all out of Doc Rivers. And you see him on the sideline. This is how I knew we were going to lose. This is how I knew we were going to lose. They show us in the timeout. They, they show both teams in the timeout with like a couple minutes left. Hawks are confident. John Collins, Kevin Herter, as much as I hate these guys now, they are looking like they've got swagger. They're hyping each other up. And Nate McMillan is there, like, you know, talking to talking these guys up. Cut to the Sixers with a minute and a half, two minutes left. It's just Doc Rivers sitting there, leaning back in his fucking chair, looking at his guys. Like, I, 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 I can't tell if he said anything, obviously. I, I wasn't there. I saw it on TV. And it was, you know, a few days ago when I was blind with rage. But he had loser body language after, like, game three. Game four, he's just looked like an absolute loser. Yeah, when when he was on, I remember watching him, and they cut to him like on the bench while they were all still playing on the court and stuff. He was sitting, and I, I'm going to screw over the uh, the podcast listeners right now because I'm going to show everybody who's on the live thing. He was sitting there with his arms over his head like this on the bench, just like this. And I was just like, "Are you kidding me? That's the look you're going to give off to not only your players, but to national television, so that everybody knows." that you have no idea what the fuck you're doing and you have no game plan whatsoever to try and get back into this game. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's, that's what our, that this is what our head coach is doing on the bench right now. How do you feel like, when oh, you're a God, player? How do you feel well, when you're a player? If I saw, if I saw my bat, if I saw my basketball coach on the bench doing that, I would be like, Oh my God, we're going to get our asses kicked tomorrow. And he has no game plan and we're going to lose. And we're going to run a lot in practice tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, that, And that would just totally take me out of the game. It would totally mm-hmm. take me out of the game. And I'm sure it did for a lot of those guys. Like can you imagine being like Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris and you look over and you see like, or, or heaven forbid, even a rookie like Tyrese Maxey, like giving it your all out there for a coach, for a coach. Yeah. And you and look over and what do you, fucking you look see? over and what do you see? You see him with his arms over his head. Like he's got nothing planned. Like he's gotten absolutely nothing. He looked like he was about to cry. Basically. He looked, he, he didn't look cry. like he, he didn't even no. He didn't look like he was going to cry. He looked like he did not get, he did. He, he looked ready for Cancun. He's been ready. <laughs> he, he's been checked out since game, since like game three. He's yeah. like, okay, we're up two one in the series. We're, we're good now. We'll coast. Yeah. Fucking idiot. What a loser. What a loser. You we haven't coach. even talked about what's going on in the game. Like what his game plan stuff is. Dude. Like we haven't even talked about the game Dude. stuff yet. Just yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just all vibes are just are just chalked completely with Doc Rivers. And that's like that's you know, I and it, the issue is I like Doc. I like him a lot. Too. But like as too. you know, when you're not winning, you know, the fun little things start to get on your fucking nerves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, we're talking about his dude. I mean, his game rotations, Seth Curry played for 30 minutes. I understand that it was difficult, you know, because he, you know, was put on Kevin Herter, but like he, there are other people on the team that are tall enough to defend him. I don't know why Seth was, you know, tasked with that responsibility. So he, he was like, Oh, well he was unplayable because he's guarding Kevin. I'm like, you tell him who to guard. So <laughs> yeah, just put him on somebody else. Yeah. Make an yeah. adjustment for Christ's sake. I mean, make a fucking need Curry. Curry was the most consistent player of that whole series. 
Mm-hmm. He was. He was. And that's no real slight to Joel. It's just a fact. No. He just, Joel Embiid had one bad game, you know, and um, Seth Curry was the most consistent player. He was draining shots. You know, he was even like driving to the hoop, making layups and stuff. And I, uh, I just, I don't understand why he didn't play more and why game adjustments weren't made for plays for him, even though he's not going to be like our first, second, or even third option sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. he's just going to be a guy. I guess he would be like our third option. Um, it would go Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, and then Curry probably. Um, yeah, but what like, I don't understand, like I don't know. I feel like I could have coached that game better. I know people say that a lot. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like I could have done a little bit more. You know, we might have still lost because I'm not an NBA basketball coach, but I would have put no. it all out there. I would have. I would have showed <laughs> that. I would have showed that I gave it my all. Here, you know, but he least. just did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Doc Rivers. I mean, and and like he 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 really didn't, man. And then. You take a look at him on the, you know, we talk about him on the sideline. The actual game itself, I mean, it's so easy to play defense on five guys that aren't moving, where all you have to do is stand around and watch the ball. It's so yeah. easy to do that. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, he, he doesn't have our guys running any actions. We come out of a timeout totally flat with nothing. We had 18 turnovers. What the fuck, dude? You're coaching the one seed. Like, you got to. Yeah. And, you know, I get. you. I'll never blame anyone for letting Joel Embiid take shots. I'll never blame him for that. But there, no. there's a point where Joel was really trying to do too much, and Doc needed to get some plays drawn up to get you know the ball out of his hand. So a, he can play defense at the rim more effectively because he has more energy, and b, mm-hmm. so he isn't just you know bricking and going cold. And that, I mean, he'll never lose his confidence as he's Joel Embiid, nor should he. No, yeah. But you know, <laughs> y- y- it's better to you know give your guy a little bit of rest even when he's on the court. You know, have him run a little pick and roll something. Don't just let him flounder at the top of the key because I mean I'm sorry I mean he's seven foot two how it's pretty hard to handle the ball at seven foot two you know especially when it's so yeah. low to the ground you got to bend over a lot it's hard so it's so he can't just get to the rack at will like some of these guys can I mean he's still talented enough to you know do that on occasion but it's a lot more taxing on his body so I mean we have guys like Tobias Harris that needed to get hot that Doc could have easily drawn a place for again Seth Curry could have hit threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, he, he he had like the game of his life. He had like 30-odd points mm-hmm. in one of those games. Yeah, he did. It's a joke. It's a Twice joke. He had, so he had a, he had a 30-point game against the Wizards, and he had a 30-point game in the uh, in the Hawks series, I think in game mm-hmm. six. or I think, yeah, I think it was game six. So I don't know why adjustments weren't made. And, Ryan, I'm seeing something in the chat right now that's really pissing me off, and I need you to put it up on the, uh, on the mm-hmm. thing there. Yeah, I already we know should, what it is. Yeah, we should keep Ben Simmons. I really think he'll get better. So uh, Bob is a uh, is a loyal listener, and I'm going to tell him to um, retract the statement or just leave the stream because this is absurd. If you – tell me what you think. Like, if we haven't seen him get better by now, it's not going to happen. He's going to continue to be the same player that he is. He's not, this isn't going to be some, I mean, it should be some enlightening moment for him. It should be something that he takes to heart and says, damn, I really just let this whole ass city down. And no, like he's, he's not going to do it. No, he's, he's, I'm tired of hearing that he's young argument. No, he's a year older now, actually. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing that he's young because he's not getting any younger. So he needs to figure it out real quick. He needs to bear down, find some fucking grit, and just do it. Just he doesn't get have better. the grit to bear down, figure it out. 
and makes it free throws. <laughs> he doesn't. It's just, just one does. of my favorite quotes of yours. That is, it's, it's, it's because it's true. I mean, it just, it's yeah. something that I would dismiss as so fucking annoying every time you said it, <laughs> but it's just so accurate. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I, it's okay. I, I knew I was right from where no, I, I knew yeah, I was. I mean, so here's it's, the thing. it's okay. I will say this. He's got a shitload of talent. Mm-hmm. And as much as like there's a heart, there's a head in the heart. The, my heart wants Ben Simmons fucking gone. My heart wants Ben Simmons banished, like you know, to the shadow realm. I don't want to see anything out of Ben Simmons. But at the same time, he is still pretty fucking good. He just needs to fix some serious issue. He's like literally two things away from being a, an excellent player. He needs to be aggressive, and he needs to do a little jumpy shot. And this whole we paid too much. This whole we paid too much. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. someone else was going to pay him. Someone else would have obviously paid Ben Simmons because the NBA, especially after your first, you know, after your rookie deal, it's not paid. You know, you, you don't get paid off of what you've already done. You get paid off of what you possibly can do. And we still got some time left on this Ben Simmons contract. And I don't know if we're going to be able to move him for anyone that actually moves the needle for this team. It was I, that was so, going to be my next thing? Is how much value does Ben Simmons actually have right now? Dude, the idea that CJ McCollum is seen, like, I'm pretty sure that the trade rumors are straight up Ben for CJ McCollum. Like, CJ McCollum's good, but, like, that's not the kind of player that we thought we had in Ben Simmons. We were talking Ben Simmons for James Harden with a couple pieces, and James Harden is a top 15 player in the league. Oh, we were talking about Ben Simmons and LeBron James in the same sentence when he was drafted. Mm hmm. Like, because he has those physical tools. Yeah. The cover of Slam, that that magazine, the Slam like basketball or whatever, when he got drafted, was the 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 Fresh Prince or what what was it the uh, the heir oh the heir to the throne. That's what it was. It was the heir to the throne, and yeah, That's you know, like LeBron James wild. didn't have the greatest jumper like coming out of college. Um, it wasn't nearly as bad as Ben Simmons coming out of uh, not college um, coming <laughs> out of the draft. Dude, but, but yeah, dude, even coming out of the draft though, let's, let me add this real quick. Ben Simmons had a jumper. Like we saw the we saw the summer league tapes. They've been released. Mm-hmm. They've been uncovered by. <laughs> they've so, they've been posted by the Victor Williams. It's just a regression. It's yeah. an absurd regression out of Ben Simmons that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. And Sam, I just feel like we you know we got to. Thank our sponsor, Wide Plank Floor Supply. I think it's pretty right, obvious who's in the doghouse. It's just the Sixers, uh-huh. right? Just like, yeah. So, yes, it's yes. a doghouse brought to you by Wide That's Plank the Floor dog Supply. House. <laughs> that was the quickest and the both the quickest and the longest doghouse segment that we've ever had. The whole episode <laughs> is a doghouse segment, pretty much, because there's nothing oh, good okay. going on. There's nothing no, good. There's, not. there's nothing good going on right now, because guess what we get to talk about next? It's the fucking what, Phillies. The Phillies? Oh, oh, my yeah. God. I'm not even ready to do that yet. I'm not even ready. I'm not even prepared. No. Well, we, we can, we can like, do, like, a little filler in between, you know, get our minds right if you want to talk yeah, about dude. something else. Like, yeah, dude. We'll talk about the Suns. Like <laughs> Yeah, dude. That's what, we should, I mean, that's what we should be doing. We should be converting yeah, this podcast, doing some marketing, rebranding, into a Phoenix Suns and San Diego Padres fan club is yeah, what we dude. should be doing. But yeah, Suns of the Southwest, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. Just made that up off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> Not very good, but <laughs> and the, the Slam Diego Padres are so dude. fun to watch, dude. They're so fun. They to have watch. me watching baseball at 10 o'clock at night. Yep. I know. Like, we were talking how about is that. How's that what I'm doing with my time? 
The, it's because the Sixers it. aren't playing anymore, Ryan. That's Dude, why. <laughs> fuck the Sixers. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Suns and four. Oh, look who it is. It's David Mitchell hopping I've, into the stream. Suns and four. One million percent. Absolutely. They're already up 2-0, right? Yeah. Yeah. Suns no Kawhi. I Still love I love the Suns. And did you see what uh you saw that I mean in the uh the DeAndre um Ayton the the play with like how many how much time left on the clock? 0.9 seconds. 0.9 seconds. That's what a fucking basketball coach does. Is draws so up a wait, play like that. So you you were on Twitter today. You know where that play came from, right? I don't. Brett the mind of Brett Brown. <sighs> Brett Brown drew up a play, a lob at the buzzer for Robert Covington against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and probably. Oh like, yeah, I like, remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I was watching. You remember that? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it's yeah. He said yeah. It's and you can watch. Except it's Joel doing the screen. You set, setting the screen and Rocco coming around and going up. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, but yeah, you see the play. It's the same play, and I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god can't believe Dude, it. they're just they're good i think they're gonna win i think they're gonna win it all i mean they have they got everything they need right i mean they have their star and devin booker who i love devin booker so much i think he's Dude. probably he's probably my favorite player in the nba who's not on the sixers do you remember at the beginning of the season you were like let me trade ben simmons for devin booker yes you're like straight up yeah. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. it's just so funny now yeah it is yeah. <laughs> what would have happened if we did do that we probably would be uh, playing the uh, whoever the Bucks right I don't now. Think Fe- Bucks. I, I mean, I don't think Phoenix would have done it though. At the same time, no, they probably wouldn't have. I mean, I just liked the idea. I just love yeah, Devin dude. Booker I just so love much. Devin Booker, and he and you know what? He is such a. I think he would fit in in like the Philly culture perfectly because he is. Dude, he he's got his nose underdog. broken. He got yeah. his nose broken. He's a dog. He kept playing. Mm-hmm. Talk about grit, you know. He's uh he's he's a dog, man. And you know what they say about dogs, especially hungry ones, they run faster. Yeah. So I I would have loved to see Devin Booker on this team. I can't believe we're even talking about this right now. This is so fucking absurd. <laughs> I would have loved to see Devin Booker on the Sixers team. You know, I honestly honestly I think this season deserves an asterisk next to it just because with COVID they didn't do the trade. So yeah, if we had the, gotten Devin right. Booker, yeah, if 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 the Sixers had traded Ben Simmons for Devin Booker before the season we would have won. So there's just no, there's just no champion. All the playoff, you know, records for this year are erased. This whole year has been yeah. expunged. Yeah. This is honestly, a, uh, dude, it's a fake. I year. still can't believe I, I, I really still can't, but like, I'm sorry. Like, but like, I still can't believe the Sixers just absolutely shit the bed losing. They totally three did. Of, they did. They lost three of four games at home, at home, dude, at home. And they have had over the last what three or four years one of the best record, if not the best record, at home mm. in the NBA and in like history too. You know, like they were the best. They were the best team. You did not want to go into Philadelphia and play the 76ers because they were most likely going to win because yeah. it was that much of an advantage being in the Wells Fargo Center. And they lost three of those four games, three out of those four games at home. They lost. Think and, about that. Hey, I'll tell you this, man. It's not even like. And I know this isn't what you're saying, but it's it's not like a fans, you know, didn't show up, didn't come to play. The the fans came ready to you know to go to war with the Sixers and just scream their heads off. The Sixers legitimately, the Sixers legitimately neutered that crowd three mm-hmm. times. You know, even what, like as soon as the Sixers got momentum and the crowd would get hype and they'd be ready to go, the Sixers would just fuck up. 
Yeah. Dumb inbounds pass turnover. Joel doing like his, you know, objectively the same thing that Trey Young does where he flops and then he goes, oh, and then the ball like flies away and then they just turn it over and it's like, then he's like, where's the foul? And everyone's like, nowhere. Like, <laughs> and then, you know, and, really the, and then, you know, Tobias Harris, brick a shot, Ben Simmons standing in the dunker spot doing absolutely fucking nothing. George Hill existing. The whole... <laughs> the whole addition of George Hill to this team was really a fucking nothing move. Like, no offense to George Hill. I know he's a good ball player, but get the yeah. fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't know what you – like, I don't know why you're here. I would have far preferred Tony Bradley because he could have provided competent backup center minutes, you know, when Dwight Howard was getting absolutely cooked because he just isn't quick enough. Tony Bradley's yeah. a young guy. You know, he's, he's pretty spry, pretty mm-hmm. light. They can keep up with a guy like Clint Capose a little bit quicker. You know, could cover a, a John Collins. Fucking asshole. Who, I, uh, I still don't know who that guy is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. He's fuck that guy. I fucking hate John Collins. Oh He's that God. guy that wore the, the the shirt with the offensive fa- of him committing an offensive foul at a uh, at a press of conference, him choking out the presumptive yeah. MVP. And I'm like, all mm-hmm. right. I'll say I'm going to say this about a lob. A lob dunking on someone is less impressive than dribbling up and dunking on someone because the ball's there. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to go up and go get it, but the ball's there. He didn't drive at Embiid and dunk. Oh, he jumped to the side. No. And the ball was there. So, like, it was a cool play and definitely a momentum shifter. And, uh, of course, if I was an Atlanta fan, I'd be like, that's the fucking awesomest thing I've ever seen, like the best thing. But I, to me, objectively, yeah. as the saltiest person on planet Earth right now, that was dumb. I'm just mad, mm-hmm. dude. I'm, like, it's, like, hot in I'm here. Mad. I'm sweating, and I'm just, like, I'm happy. Dude, it's hot in I'm here too, happy. and it's it's hot in my room right now. And we we um we fixed the AC. It finally is fixed. That's still which hot. Is massive. Yeah, I think it's something. I think I know. I just figured out what the problem is. <laughs> I have something covering my uh my vent in my room. You I'm gonna stupid, fix that right now, real quick. Stupid, it's like a little stupid, picture. Stupid, you stupid idiot. All right, but yeah, dude. I it was it. just a, it was just a disappointing, just a disappointing end of a year. I feel like I wasted a year of my life. Rooting for the and oh, obviously absolutely. it feels like a waste because that's not the, the team that lost in the playoffs was not the team, at least it wasn't the team that I thought we had. No. You know, it's hard to you know, I, I either this was like the biggest fraud show and it was all just predicated off Joel Embiid being able to dominate but we won games without him. This is a this was a year where the regular season meant nothing. Pretty much every marquee matchup had someone missing. Mm-hmm. So it's just impossible to tell. Just impossible to tell how things would match up, but like you know, I can't still. believe we um I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. But I've been seeing like and well, you know, I have so I have been seeing this, and I also haven't been seeing it as much as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Danny Green not being in the lineup. Oh yeah, does that what what does that do? Because I'm still str- I'm still struggling with this because I am a staunch Danny Green hater, and I uh but he I does bring. Are. He does bring a certain aggressiveness to the lineup. No, and yeah. Without that, do we? Is that does that a contributing factor of why we lost the series? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Here's the thing. Charles Barkley was correct when he said they have more perimeter. They have more perimeter players than we did because they had guys like Kevin Herter, John Collins, you know, Bogdanovich, Gallinari, Ooh, Bogdanovich, and mm-hmm, all decade team in Europe. But uh, like that. Yeah, but, 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 but what did he do? What it doesn't mean a damn thing. Yeah. But 
Danny Green, like, but then we would send guys to guard these guys who are six five to six seven, who are six two or six three. George Hill, Seth Curry, you know, Matisse Thybul and Ben Simmons. You know, Ben Simmons is occupied with a guy who's six one. Matisse Thybul probably not on the court, or you know, if they are, you know, still it's there's there's multiple guys that are just too big and also too quick for our guys to guard. Yeah. But with Danny Green in the lineup, he can neutralize. He can take Seth Curry's man. And he can make that, you know, he he could have shut down a lot of those cheapy buckets when Herder got to the basket and just finished over George Hill or Seth Curry, who was shorter than him. He yeah. could have easily, he could have easily, you know, I, here's the thing. I don't know if we still would have won because God, know. God knows, you know, where the energy went from this team, where the, where the grit went, where all of that, you know, competitive spirit went. Cause we didn't see like a team that seemed to care all that much. I mean, Tobias Harris was getting like juiced in like the fourth quarter of game seven. I'm like, where the fuck was this? The first six games, even though, you know, he had a great postseason. Is that's just still the facts. So it's just, there's a lot of question marks heading into the next year. There's like, uh, there's, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what there is to do. I think we got to save the, uh, the off season stuff for another episode. Cause I don't think I, I can get into all that stuff right now. No, dude, after dude, I, am so, I can, I can hear our energy just going like in the toilet right now. <laughs> and, so and guess what? It's not going anywhere upwards anytime soon no. because we have the, uh, the Phillies to, to chat about next. Oh my fucking um, God. Yeah, just I can't. We've been we both of us have been doing this like with our hats like the entire yeah, show, just, just getting covering scared. our covering our face like oh my gosh, this is just so yeah man. We're just gonna I'm just gonna do this for the rest of the episode yeah. because I don't want to talk about anything other than I don't know. I don't even know what to talk about anymore because I don't. Dude, I'm just ashamed. Let's just bang it out. Let's just bang out the Phillies. All right. Do you so want to did talk you watch about the game? Phil- did you watch the game today? Uh no, I was watching the Euros and and stuff. Yeah. But I was you. following along. I was following yeah. along. Good, good for you, honestly. So the Phillies went up five nothing in like the second inning, and I was mm-hmm. like, that like the offense is firing in all cylinders. And the Phillies threw like seven or eight innings. I'd only struck out once. They were just putting the ball in play, and I was like, oh my god, this is great. They're not striking out. They're just putting the ball in play. Just like what what this lineup is supposed to do is just mm-hmm. match baseballs. So they give up a five. So um, whoever's on the mound, uh, Vince Velasquez walks two guys, and you know, cl- typical in typical Vince Velasquez fashion, just totally wheels fall off in the fifth inning. You know? Oh yeah, like, totally the wheels just fell off. And um, who came in after that? It was uh, Archie Bradley, and then um, the bases. So he had already scored. The Nationals already scored one run off of Vince Velasquez. So it was five one, and then um, <laughs> it was five to two because of an error. Um, Brad Miller and Odubel Herrera miscommunication on a fly ball. So then that ended up being five two. And then uh, who comes up to the plate? But uh, I think it was Josh Josh Bell. I um, I can't remember. It was somebody hit it? No, it was Kyle Schwarber came up to the plate and hit Bastard. a three run dinger and immediately tied up the game in just one inning. They scored five runs in one inning, and I was like, that sucked, fuckers. That's and terrible. then they ended up going up in the very next inning, or maybe the inning after. I can't totally remember, but they get bases loaded, and Andrew McCutcheon comes in to pinch hit and hits his first ever pinch hit home run in his career, and it's a grand slam. And so now we're up nine to five. And then what do they do? They lose the lead again. And we're down 11 to 9. And then the wheels just keep falling off. And then we bring it back with like a clutch hit by Ronald Torres. And we're up, I think, 12 to 11. And then they lose it in the 10th or something like that, like in the extras. And 
they lost 13 to 12. <laughs> like in a game where the Phillies lineup actually put up runs and they put up a fuck ton of runs. They put up 12 runs. It's a lot to put up in a game. And they lost the game. <laughs> to the Nationals who can't hit. Yeah. They got swept. <laughs> um they got swept in a two game set with the uh with the Nationals because they lost last night too. Good. And uh, I didn't watch that game because I was at an uh, Iron Pigs game with a uh, with a lovely lady. And Love the pigs. And they got smoked last night too. It was like eleven to one. <laughs> what a left. bad week, dude! What an awful and, week for Philly sports. And Mickey Moniak didn't play. Nick Maton didn't play. It was just Scott Kingery and like a bunch of other guys. And Kingery, you said he just walked and got a double. He walked. Through, he walked. Through, he he struck out in three pitches the first at bat, and he's the leadoff guy. I was like, oh great, and this is Scott Kingery. Right oh, here. awesome! And, great start to the yeah, night. <laughs> this is great start to the night. Like our guy who's like making ten million dollars on a professional contract in AAA just struck out on three pitches as the leadoff God. hitter. <laughs> I should have known that's how the game was going to go, but anyways, I obviously wasn't there for the game. I mean, I was there for the uh, for the uh, the lovely lady sitting next to me and the uh, the course. beers that were in that were, the beers that were in my hand. So I mean, what's the beer pricing like out at that ballpark? So it was it was pretty pricey. I mean, and it, I mean, it's a sporting event, it's so I think it was it was. Um, I got a uh, I got a, just a sixteen ounce Bud Light, and I think that was like six bucks. And okay, when you yeah. said pricey, dude, I was thinking like, like, it's what were still you thinking? Pricey, but like, it's pricey. It I know, I, like, if I think of a ballpark beer, it's like easily double digits. Obviously, it's not a major league event, so I, right. I tried to adjust it down to like nine when I heard pricey, but six and is then, like, well, what I was thinking of was the uh, not great because I had a bud, I had a bud like to start, and then like. Before they started closing the, uh, so I only had two beers because I had to drive. But before I, before they closed down the taps in the seventh inning, I went and I got Lexi and I another. I got summer shandies and they were cold, Ryan. And they were cold oh. summer shandies from the draft, from the tap, from the tap. They were, they were fantastic, and that was seven fifty. So that fresh, was from the spring. Yes, fresh from the spring. Yes, from the spring, and they were cold <laughs> lining Kugel summer shandies. I hear they were cold. fucking. You're a fucking rat. <laughs> You're cool. a rat. I asked. I asked you for cold Yinglings <laughs> on an undisclosed date, and you brought me. You said I'll do you one better, and you brought me room temperature lining kugels. Yeah, I did. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a nice cut above hoagie. That was delicious. That was delicious. That's phenomenal. Like so I made home. a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, dude. dude, I don't even remember what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, I, I was know. at the Iron Pigs game. We were talking about the Phillies. I'd much rather talk about the Iron Pigs, to be honest. Dude, <laughs> I, I mean, we, we keep talking a little college baseball because I was blowing up your your your, your messages last night. I lo- I was so appreciative of that because I wanted to like check the scores but i didn't at the same time because like i was on a date like i didn't want to yeah i didn't want to check the phone so i'd peek down on my phone and then like my face would unlock it and i would see like the updates from you and i was like yes like this is (laughs) is what i need i was literally giving you like pitch by pitch updates mostly because the dip and dots guy steven shocks yeah dude he kind of blew it he kind of blew it didn't he second pitch of the of the out and gave up like a grand slam (laughs) not never good after like a, like a couple weeks of of like ultra high level publicity, and what, like and the, from what I understand, it was like the first hit of the game for Mississippi State. 
It was like something. It, it was, was like one of the first hits because the the starter for, for Virginia, I forget his name, but he oh was yeah, feeling. he got he had a no hitter. He took a mm-hmm. no hitter into the eighth inning. Yep, and then shot, and then Scott Shock or whatever his name is came in, and he then they get a fucking nuke. And they What's lost. fucked up, dude? They hit a home run off of the starter. That was the first hit he gave up, and then they were like, uh, "All right, get the, they were like, all right, get the fuck out of there." And yeah. then, <laughs> yeah, that's dude. crazy. I, uh, I felt so bad for the guy, future barstool employee though. He's got a he's got a job totally. lined up. He yeah. definitely does. He's. He's funny, man. I love that interview. That was like one of the best interviews I've ever seen. If I'm Dude, being honest, that was so great. great. He just kind of seemed a little uncomfortable too, but like was still dishing jokes. He yeah, he's like, still being himself. Like, yeah, he was like, he was like, like right, I'm it. out here like, crashing jokes, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like, I realize I am on ESPN right now. Like, this yeah. is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. I um, uh, and there's I I'm pulling for UVA. You know, I I like their squad. There's a couple guys that I played against. I play there. I mean, some guys from Jersey, and then uh, one kid who went to Malvern, Chris Newell. Like he's, I mean, he went to Malvern, so fuck him. But like, he's still a local <laughs> guy, so like, I just, <laughs> he's still a local guy. So I guess I. How about Bert Kreischer's dad, Malvern guy? Yeah, dude, I didn't even know that. Like, I knew he Isn't was that- like from the Philly area, and I knew he went to Villanova and played track from watching the cabin, mm-hmm. uh, with the that episode with um with um, what's her what's her name um. Caitlyn Jenner. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner. I always forget. I always forget her name. I don't know why. Um, and yeah, so I I knew that he went to Villanova and like ran track and stuff, but I had no idea that he went to uh, Malvern as well, which is a shame. Stuff. It's a damn shame because I, I don't <laughs> like that school. <laughs> I don't like them at all. <laughs> what can you do? Do we have anything yeah. else for the people, Sam? Do we have anything? Uh, any other deranged thoughts? Oh, just yeah. uh, just yeah. Go ahead. Buy buy some fucking t-shirts. From the yeah, line. go Buy to thelibertyline.com. There's be, so many great be, ones. There's I'm not wearing sick, one. There's a sick Wolves of Broad Street one. I think we sold like three of them. I would love to see those numbers pumped up a little bit. I mean, yeah, there's all, I can only time. buy so many of those shirts to pump up the numbers, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I can only like, you know, fraudulently change those numbers at my own expense for so long. I don't yeah. really, I, I don't make that much money or much money at all. But, yeah. <laughs> but Vic pays you well. I'm paid very well to do what I do at the Liberty Line. Yeah, of course, on the Liberty Line podcast network. I've got nothing. I um at Liberty Line PHL. (laughs) Sorry, they uh the Liberty Line is uh, has been very good to us for sure. Um, Mm. If anybody who just wants to talk, you know, uh, everybody's all very depressed right now. Just shoot me a DM. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for the people. My at is on the screen right now at Sam Glavin zero six. Ryan the same mm-hmm. way at Ryan Conway seventy six. If you just want to talk, you know, let some stuff out about anything. It doesn't even have to be the Sixers. You know, it's uh, it's Men's Health Week, so let's um, let's let's be healthy men. How the fuck did I just find out about this on Wednesday? I don't know, but people are posting about it a lot. Not enough, clearly, because we didn't know. Yeah, I had no clue. I've been super yeah, unhealthy like- this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like the mental side, which obviously I've been I'm super so, unhealthy super, this week. <laughs> yeah, I've been super mentally unhealthy this week. So uh, oh, ironic man. that the Sixers lost on a mental men's mental health week, isn't it? This this year's men's mental health week was a wash for the both of us. It was yeah. just a total. It was a wash. All right. <laughs> Give us the All right, let's close a big, big, uh, big thank you to the Liberty Line for letting us rant and rave on our on their platform, the Liberty Line Podcast Network. Uh, check out the website, um, thelibertyline.com at Liberty Line PHL. 
Check out our stuff at Wolves Abroad ST, at Ryan Conway 76, and at Sam Glavin 06. Check out those snazzy highlights that Seamus G puts up on the uh, Instagram and on our Twitter as well. Same handle at Wolves Abroad ST. And shout out to us for doing the uh, for doing the the social media stuff because Alex is still nowhere to be found. Um, yeah. I've given up. Yeah. I've given up. I've given up. I, I I might even just stop mentioning it. I mean, I know it's a running joke now. I've I might been just stop. waiting. Yeah, I've been waiting for you to stop mentioning it for like two months now. <laughs> I might just stop now. I think I think this is the final time. Um, wow. I say that, but I'll probably forget and I'll just do this again. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Seamus G right. closes down. <laughs>